everybody. Welcome to Love is on the Air, where everything is censored except the swear words. Today, our guest is a 27-year-old podcast host slash musician flown in straight from Kentucky. 502. <laughs> oh, God. We ask every guest to create their own censor noise that we will use in case you say someone's name, which happens a lot. Please make your sound now. <laughs> okay. I don't think we've had one anywhere close to that before. That was no. a good one. Definitely not. Okay. We start each episode by asking an icebreaker. Are you ready? Yes. You have to sing karaoke. What song do you pick? Um, do you know what I'm going to say? I don't. I, I think I would probably go with I Want It That Way by the Backstreet Boys. Excellent choice. I, th I think that'd be it. Okay. But That's I don't do karaoke, so I don't know. Okay, really but know. how about, let me throw this at you. Okay. What if it's a bar full of men only? Not gay men, just men. <laughs> and you're not going to please any ladies. Does that change your answer at all? Because um, that song's like definitely for the ladies. Maybe, but at the same time, I, I don't know what would go into my thought process at all. Like, what is the goal if you are in front of just a gander of men? <laughs> is the goal to just be really funny? Is it to be really, really cool? I think you would have to go for funny at that point. Yeah, because, because I, none of them are going to care if you're good. It's not like I have cool dance moves yeah. to show off, so I think I would have to go funny, but... I don't know how many men think I'm funny, so it might just be an absolute fail. It's you could, hard. You could be Maybe funny with like, that song too, though. But I also don't know a lot of. I don't like funny, humorous songs. Like I don't even know if I could do Ice Ice Baby karaoke or anything like that. It'd be hard. Maybe I would do. Maybe I would do a really, really mature rap song, but I would have fun with it because I probably know a lot of like good rap songs I could do karaoke too. That'd be fun. I love when people do rap karaoke. Is they either do awesome or they suck so bad it's hilarious. Is Linkin Park a karaoke band? You can do whatever you want. This is Nashville. Well, you could do the hits. I can do everything I want as long as they have the instrumental. I don't oh, yeah, know how right. many. They I don't have any. They would have in the end. I would do that. <laughs> yeah. I, that I would. would be it. Th that's my answer. That's a good one. End. Yeah. I like both those answers. Thank you. This is a special episode for two reasons. First reason, Eric is going to be, what do you want to call yourself? M mediator? The mediator. I'm going to be the main mediator today. <laughs> I'm going to be the main mediator today. I like that better. Thanks. Um, really quick, how the heck are you? I'm fine. Anything how are you? new? Mm, not really, no. Me neither, I don't bro. think so. Good, we're boring. That makes us <laughs> easy. Yeah. Go for it. All right. Well, as Jill said, today is a special episode. Um, not only are you hearing, going to hear my voice a lot more than you usually do, which I'm sorry about that. We're all excited about it. But the second reason is that today is going to be Love is on the Air podcast's first episode where you can know who our guest is. Today's guest is one of my best friends in the entire world, Aww. 
who I've known for a very long time, um, and his name is Ryan Snelling. How are you, Ryan Snelling? I'm really, really excited. I'm excited, too. Me, too. And I think it's only appropriate that you are our first um, in-the-flesh, live, known guest, because out of everyone I've met in my entire life, you have the least shame <laughs> yeah, of, probably. of anyone. So yes. um, I was thinking about this earlier today, and I remember one time you tweeted a password that you used for for when you worked at Lowe's or something. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Snelling is the only guy that would ever tweet out, just just tweet out to the world a password that what he was uses my password? every day. I don't remember it. I don't know. What was the point of the tweet? I don't remember. You Why just, would I do that? I don't know. Maybe it was a stupid password. Okay. And you were just trying to be funny. Probably. Yeah. You also tweeted that you were going to burn down the admissions office of your college. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no. yeah. And yeah. you got in big trouble for that, didn't you? I did. Yeah, I almost got kicked out of school. Yeah. Oh, I had a meeting Lord. with the vice president. My mom was called. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> it, they were like on terrorist watch. <laughs> Something with my financial aid, they were, they were messing up big time, and I just tweeted out, I'm about to burn this place down. <laughs> and, you know, of all the tweets for the government to see. It was that one. Yeah. So. so, yeah, it's only appropriate <clears throat> that you are not censored or anonymous because that's just not the kind of person you are. Well, I mean, I didn't think we could do this podcast. There's no way that we can talk about any of what I'm going to talk about without acknowledging that you and I are best friends. Right. Just because there's so much connected tissue and yeah. like you know exactly the right questions to ask, I yes. think, today. Yeah. Uh, me, so. me and Snelling have been friends since... We were, what, 16? Yeah, probably. So so over 10 years. Yeah. The 10-year mark. How yeah. about that? Didn't even Doesn't realize feel it. Like it. Yeah, doesn't no. feel like it. Um, so, yeah, like he said, it, it, would, it wouldn't have been plausible for us to keep him a secret because of just the relationship we have, and, and that's going to work its way into our conversations. The other reason is that Snelling um, is a co-host and has his own podcast called Sight and Sound, which you all should look up. So it, it wouldn't have been easy to promote that without knowing who he is. So um, they cover movies, TV, music, um, a lot of cool stuff on there. Uh, con they're connected with uh, Collider World, um, which is a, maybe you can explain it better than I can. Yeah, Collider is an uh, entertainment news site. So they break a lot of like movie news and stuff. Like I'm sure you've shared probably a Collider article on, on Facebook, something about, any comic book movie news, anything like that. Will so, Jake Gyllenhaal... He's the villain in Spider-Man. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, so it's like the, the ESPN of entertainment news, and uh, I do a show for them as well, so... Yeah. Uh, that's not my main my main gig, but it's... We'll put, we'll put the link in our yeah. info. Yeah, so yeah, if you're into uh, movies, music, TV, as most humans are, just um, go check out Sight and Sound. After you're through listening to this episode, don't you dare switch over yet. Don't do it. Um, so yeah, this is also kind of strange for me because it's like two of my worlds colliding, like an old best friend and a new best friend Ooh. that have never met, and now they're in the same room with me. Oh, I thought you said you, in my new best friend that I've never met. <laughs> my new best friend I've never met, Christina. Come on in. <laughs> they throw Just everything kidding. out of loop here. Oh, There's no Christina. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking, of course, about Jill and Snelling. So, yeah, it's weird that two people are here, and they probably have completely different perceptions of me. 
based on experience. Probably. Probably. Which is strange. I really wish I could just let you two talk about me and me not be in the room, but listen to it. But you're not the guest, Eric. Yeah. I know. You, also, have, you have all the time in the world to talk to her. If everyone's, if we're talking about you, who's talking about me? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Okay, that, you, know, you know what I meant. But anyway, Snelling, you've listened to the show. I have. You know that we get into dating, relationships, love lives, things of that nature. Um, what is your current relationship status? Single. Single. Whoop, whoop. And I know that you scour the tenders and the bumbles pretty yeah. often. Yeah, occasionally. It, you've it's, had a, a, it's a mood thing. You've had a lot more luck with those than I have. Have I? Oh, yeah. It doesn't feel like it. And you, li- But you live in a bigger area, too. That's weird to me. True, yeah. I live in a bigger area, and I live in an area where all of the things that are special about me are not special because right, because yeah. everybody <laughs> does what I do here. But I live in an area where all the things that are special about me, nobody cares about. Yeah, it's so a good point. It's, it's kind of the same, though. Yeah. It, it's like I'm in Nashville, so if I say I play guitar and sing, everyone says, oh, really? Cool. And you live in an area where you say, I'm into podcasting and film, and the girls say, but you don't have a giant truck? <laughs> right. It's, so. it's not diesel? No. Yeah. No, it's not diesel. Okay. I, have a, I drive a go-kart. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I don't know if we want to go ahead and address the biggest elephant that we, we can sure. as far as the relationship between me and you and women. <laughs> um, but Jill knows that in my past, I have had two separate love triangles. Um, and Ryan Snelling is one of the corners of one of those love triangles. Wow. Yep. And here we, we are. And we still remain friends 10 years later. So. Yeah. What a bromance. Yeah. So I don't really know how to start with this topic or how deep we should go into it. Uh, but let's do it. I mean, it's one of the most pivotal chapters of my life. So I yes. figured it, I figured it would be it. the bulk of the conversation anyway. Okay. So I guess um, in the essence of having this mostly be about you, I'll let you take the reins and sure. and get into this however you want to. It's weird because this story is so old. Like I'm going to be describing the love of my life, but it's from a chapter where I was a child, essentially. Um, but it started off, it, it was like, a, I think I was in eighth grade, and she would have been in seventh grade. And this was the time when everybody was on AIM, and I was, in an, I was at a point where I went to private school from K through 8. So in 8th grade, we were all about breaking free of our, our Catholic uniforms and getting to know the people in public schools that we'd be going to school with in, in high school. So we were trying to mingle. We'd go to Cotillion. I don't know if y'all had Cotillion. But, uh, it's a Gossip Girl thing. That's why I know what it uh, is. Well, for anybody who doesn't know what Cotillion is, you would like train to dance, and then you would have a dance with people in your town or city or whatever. That's how I understood it. I didn't do that. But point is, I was talking to a lot of people that um, I wasn't going to school with because I knew that I would be eventually. So it turns out uh, I met this girl. Um, not, it's going to be so hard not to say her name, but we have the, we have we, the, we have the sense we have of the, sound still. Okay. All right. So anyway, um, I, I meet her online we're talking, we have mutual friends and I find out that she lives in my neighborhood down the street. And so it was like a ride your bike to this person's house kind of deal. 
And uh, yeah, I rode my bike to her house and we just like hung out and it just, it became a thing. Um, we, she had a birthday party and like we started dating there and it started going downhill like within hours of that happening because I was a kid. So like I said that, you know, we were boyfriend and girlfriend, but I was already like just looking and talking to the girl next to me because, you know, we were at a dance in eighth grade and, so th- this was sort of the, the start of the pattern that will fluctuate for the next several years. But uh, basically, to make a long story very short, uh, over the years, this was the girl that I could just never let go. And whether she would mess it up or I would mess it up, it was the first time and maybe the only real time where I knew that I felt something for somebody. And it was just a great period. It was really, really good when it was good, and it was really bad when it was really bad. And I was just baited and hooked and for a very, very long time. And I always make the joke that uh, – because people, their next question is, did you ever call her a girlfriend? I, no. It never really lasted long enough. We'd go through phases. Well, did you all even consummate the relationship? No, that didn't happen either. She wanted to have sex with everybody else but me. It was sort of, <laughs> sort of one of those things. And uh, – then eventually one of those people became Eric, and then... Uh... <laughs> Mom and Dad, please leave. <laughs> Are they listening to this? God, I hope not. But they know you dated her. Yeah. But that doesn't matter, Eric. Just tell them to skip over that minute mark. But... <laughs> There's a real chance I'm going to cut that out. Is it really? Yeah. Whatever, that's fine. That's silly. Baby. I know. I'm what, sorry. what am I missing? Because, you know, I'm, I'm trying to condense it, but I feel like there's okay. a lot of... Okay, do you want me to kind of take over if can. I can? Yeah, I don't care. So, um, when me and, and Snelling became friends, it was on the tail of of this all having happened, everything he just described. Um, we were maybe, ju- I guess, juniors in high school. Yeah. And... You guys weren't together during the school year, and I remember that you kind of had maybe like another two week thing during the summer. Yeah, and then that was and that that was probably the last time you all were together. I think so. I think if I remember correctly, because again there were so many of these. Yeah. If I remember correctly, that was the same two weeks that I was also kind of talking to another girl that was in our group. Yeah. And. I, we, as a group, we all went to the movies, and it was one of those things where I'm like, I'm kind of talking to two of these people, and I don't know who I'm at the movies with. <laughs> so it was like really, really awkward. So I was sitting next to the other girl, and then Exhibit A walked in and saw it, and then... <laughs> um, so yeah, um, you all were finished, and... Me and Snelling becoming friends was kind of a strange thing because as he was um, coming off of that uh, treacherous relationship, me and him kind of bonded over this because I was getting finished with the other love triangle that I was involved with between me and one of my other friends. So, yes, me and Snelling were both in heartache and the rest of the members of our band all had girlfriends. So the two of us were often left together after practice or, you know, at shows or or whatever. So me and him, we started off in the band not being friends at all. 
<laughs> Snelling actually wasn't friends with any of us for some reason. It, it took us a while to warm up to Snelling. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I said, we, we kind of bonded over being the only two single guys in the band. Um, so obviously he heard a lot about my uh, failed relationship uh, and I heard a lot about this girl that that I would eventually date. You used to pick, like you picked me up from her house. Yeah. And as we were driving away, I would be crying in your passenger seat. Do you remember that? I don't remember that. No. It happened. There I only were, remember picking you up once from there, and there were other people with me. No, it was just it was just you and I at the time that I'm talking about. It's it happened a couple of times. Okay. And, and I'm not saying that at all to make it seem like you are any particular way, <laughs> because. Once we get to the end of all this, yeah. we're, we're going to talk about the fact that, and I'm sure there's going to be a multitude of dating questions here, um, yeah. but everything that I want to get around to is that I obviously messed a lot of that up, and a lot of that is my fault. It's my fault for probably making things go wrong. It's my fault for staying hooked as long as I was, because it gets to a point, like, and I think everybody goes through this. They have that one or a, a couple people where they just stayed attached way too long, and it gets to a point where it's it's sort of on you, because you've made that person part of your identity, and you just don't know how to be yourself anymore. Um, and that's eventually what I'm going to make it around to. And the the point that I always go to when people are fascinated to hear the story between you and I, mm -hmm. it's that, yeah, I thought she was the love of my life at the time, but I wasn't the one that ever dated her, whereas you all dated for two years. So that's when I really like... I think when you and I, our relationship started to mend and we became really good friends again, it was because I realized like... I was not supposed to be with this person. Like, clearly. Yeah. It took me way too long to figure that out, but you were the guy that dated her, and it actually made way more sense with you all, and it just took me forever to realize that. So it's not like, I don't want anything to come across that you were painted in this particular way, yeah. because it obviously went right for you, and it was just something I should have moved away from long before I did. Okay. Well, yeah, I appreciate you trying to save my reputation, uh, it, it's, sure it's we'll all, to me, this isn't awkward for me at all yeah. because I think it's hilarious. Yeah. So it might it might feel weird because we're podcasting about it, but when we aren't podcasting about it, we usually make fun of it. Right. And I think this is good. I don't. I mean, we've never sat down and talked about it this extensively. So really, I don't. I, I doubt it. Okay. We did, we just kind of know it's a thing that happened and we got over it. So <laughs> so this is kind of this is this might be good for us to to hash it out this way, but. So what's Jill gonna do? Jill, Jill's I, gonna I mean, I'm, absorb it all. Jill's gonna absorb it, and I'm interested to hear what I she think thinks. She's gonna have a lot of questions. She hopefully, hopefully, she'll have some questions. But <laughs> so, as I said, we we were both um, single guys, um, and eventually, towards the end of our freshman year in college, um, I started dating a different girl, and me and her were together for. The majority of the summer, so like two months or, or so, um, and then me and her broke up. And after this happened, um, I started noticing her and Snelling hanging out a lot. And one day Snelling, oh. <laughs> and one I was like, who is this? And one day Snelling texted me, and and he was like, "Hey, I think I have feelings for for this girl." <laughs> How does that make you feel? 
and I was basically like, well, that's kind of weird, but I mean, I guess go for it. So I say this to lead up to the fact that not long after that, the aforementioned girl from the the love exhibit triangle, a. Exhibit, exhibit A, yeah. began texting me. And of course, I know who she is. I know what she's been through with my best friend. I know, you know, I know her reputation of of who she is in our treachery. Um, well, I yeah. mean, I mean, I know who she is. You know, when people in our friends group think of this girl, they think, "Oh, that's the girl that Snelling's obsessed with." <laughs> Probably, basically. Yeah. I, and Maybe I not obsessed with, just heart. You know, this is Snelling's one that got away or this, whatever. This was basically like so when the switch was off with me and Exhibit A, whenever I would try to be with any other girl in high school, and not that there weren't people that I was with, but it was always in the back of their minds. Like, at any moment, she's going to flip that switch and text them or just and just reel them right back in. So it was, like, probably something that hung over my head yeah. the entirety of high school. The, Jill, isn't there a How I Met Your Mother episode about being on yes. the hook? And it's Carrie Underwood it's and Carrie Ted. Carrie Underwood and her little oh, I teacup understand pig. Yeah. Yeah. That was this girl to Snelling. Any, <laughs> anytime this girl wanted, she could just text Snelling and be like, hey, we're together. And he'd be like, <laughs> okay. he'd be like yay. Sounds great. <laughs> so anyway, like I said, I, I know who this girl is to Snelling. And she starts texting me. And at first I just think it's weird. And I think I, I just, I've always just kind of thought that I'm just kind of like, this harmless, friendly guy that girls just sometimes <laughs> decide to text or get advice from. That happens to me a lot. But so that's what I think is going on. And then I notice this girl, this girl starts asking me to hang out and she asks me, you know, it, it starts seeming like she's into me. And I remember being at a dinner with all of our friends or a, a number of our friends one day and somebody said, yeah, <gasps> I'm texting Eric. And I just feel Snelling's eyes shift over and start glaring at me. And he's like, what? And I just say... Was this at B-dubs? Is that where we were? I don't remember. Oh, I feel like that's where we were. I don't remember where it was. Anyway, But eventually it comes up and I'm like, I don't know what's happening, but would you be mad? And you were like, yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely I would. <laughs> So keep in mind, in my head, Snelling just started dating my ex-girlfriend from a, from a week ago. And we're how talking old, about her. How old were you guys at this point? 21. 21. <laughs> Probably. Oh, freshman's in, freshman in college. Oh. Okay, 20. 18. I don't think so. Was it? Are you when sure? you're a freshman in college, you're 18. We were like 18 19. 19. Okay, we were like 19. Okay. Okay, continue. You could be 19. I was 18. It's fine. Thanks. <laughs> um... So yeah, keep, like Snelling just started dating a girl that I was just with, and and the other girl that we're talking about, Snelling hasn't dated since they were in middle school. So that was my mindset. I knew that, especially after that conversation, I knew Snelling was upset. Um, and I remember I remember being on a vacation that summer with some other friends in Gatlinburg, and this girl's texting me, and, and she's like, "I'm at this party with Snelling." He just pulled me to the side and basically yelled at me and told me how mad he would be if me and you are together. And I, and I said, okay, well, <laughs> what do we do? 
and she she basically said, I guess we can't do this. And I don't know, just being young and selfish, I, I guess we both just decided, you know, we can't let Snelling not let us be together if we both want to do this. And I remember texting Snelling while I was still on that vacation. And he basically said, I've been waiting for you to talk to me about this. I don't like it, but go ahead. And that's how that started. Yeah. And then two years went by. (laughs) And then two years went by. And in between. So you were with this girl for two years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so throughout all this, like, not only are Eric, we're best friends. But then we're probably not the best of friends, but we're still in a band together. We were yeah. college roommates while this oh, happened. No. So this girl would be in the same room with us. And there was a ton of resentment on my end. And yeah, it, it took a lot of strength and guts to get over that. But again, the overall point, like for me to text you that, mm-hmm. everyone, I, I was at one of our friends' house and she was basically yelling at me, telling me that I was an idiot. And that's what uh, encouraged so that, me to that's go what on. Spawned your answer, yeah. yeah. So I had to go on and send that. Be like, you know what? This is probably uh, this is this is bigger than my feelings. Yeah. Is is basically what it came down to. So, but yeah, it was it was not fun for those two years. Yeah, and I've told <laughs> I've told Jill this before. I think the first time I brought up having been in two love triangles, she was like, what? How? What? <laughs> and I, I said, this happens in every friends group. Where are you from? I Jill? guarantee. I'm from Michigan. Were you from a small town? Um, no. I mean, it wasn't like a hillbilly town that are the small Michigan cities. Okay. No offense to everyone. I, there, I was just curious. I didn't know if... No, was it a it result of a small, small town, this whole thing? But Maybe because... Well, no, because there was, like, a group in my high school. Yeah. Because, like, I wasn't friends with that many guys. Like, I had mostly just girlfriends. But there was this, like, giant group that always hung out, and it was always, like, one month this guy's sleeping with this girl, and then the next month he's with the other girl in the same group. So, like, I get it. Yeah. Whenever... Whenever I hear about those kinds of stories, it always seems like... Because I guess there was a group like that that we graduated with. It felt like they just kind of all shared the same people. Yeah. But but it didn't matter to them. Whereas yeah. like it felt like it mattered to us, but it didn't matter that it mattered to them. But that's a whole separate conversation. How yeah. many people did you... Like, how many people were in your high school? I don't really know. Your graduating class? You don't know? No. <laughs> I, don't, a lot. I don't know what ours was. This might be completely irrelevant. How many were curious. in yours? Uh, we had, like, 800 students in our high school at a time, and our graduating class was, like, 150, something like that. We definitely had more than that. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, so, yeah. I also think that's just a part of the the band guy culture. Is it? Do you think? Maybe. There might be a little bit of that. I mean, even aside from that, a bunch of guys that all hang out together are almost the same guy. Okay. A lot of times. So I, I understand how a girl would be attracted to every guy in a band if they're all good-looking guys. But none of us are the same, Eric. Yeah. You and I are completely different people. That's true. In almost every way. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, this was a very pivotal chapter. And not only did it affect our relationship, but the overall relevance of this conversation is that it probably 
molded me into every ism, every dating habit that I have nowadays. Yeah. It all stems from this because that was like a seven-year chapter in my life, and uh, it's one of the biggest reasons I am who I am today. So it's a uh, it's very big magnitude this yeah. chapter. So yeah, it's definitely strange that it happened. I can, I mean, I can tell you that I'm, I am sorry for doing that in the this moment now. A, I know you don't want me to this do this. Therapy, I know, I know. This is a, a love is on the air podcast. I know. I'm just saying that wasn't a good friend move by me. But I don't. Well, especially now that I you know this girl me. isn't like the one. I mean, right. In hindsight, you're like, I really should have put my best friend first because look how we are now. Right. But you know. But at the same time, it. like you we said, it. we've we're past it, and it's. It's a thing that we will always know happened. Yeah. But it didn't bring us down. Ultimately, no, it didn't. No. No. Uh-uh. So. And, and probably, like, if, if you wanted to talk about that, that whole bandmate thing, like, I still feel like you're my strongest friend out of all that. So yeah. it's just kind of funny how that worked out. I mean, you started this podcast. You said I'm one of your best friends. I don't know what the hell that means. I thought yeah. I was. <laughs> I thought I was the best the friend, best but friend. but because Eric is the best friend, but whatever. <clears throat> wow. This has been an ongoing fight. Wow, it has. It wasn't awkward until just now. <laughs> <laughs> so Jill, having heard all that, before we move on to something else, do you have any questions? Um, have you talked to her, or did you get involved after Eric and her were together? Uh, I I I definitely thought I was. Since since they had broken up, I thought there was a moment where something was happening again. But I was very, very um, skeptical, a lot more skeptical than I yeah. usually was. And when I realized that that wasn't the case, I was able to dust it under the rug a lot easier than before because I had already been put through the ringer. So it was just like a moment of weakness is how I would characterize yeah. it. But ultimately... Like, I forgot that that even happened until you asked that question. So, Why were you guys never together for longer than, what so, you say, like two weeks? Yeah, I, I, it, I messed it up a lot when it came to, like, I know this sounds childish, but it was kind of always the pattern where we would start talking again and we were, like, really into each other. And we, we knew everything about each other. Yeah. Like, even when things were terrible, we were still, like best friends and like i said she was super pivotal in my life and maybe vice versa i don't know if she would say that or not but uh so th she was just kind of always there and kind of always my best friend regardless but um there would be times when i would be shitty and like want to talk to somebody else which sounds crazy because she was the one but i just kind of reduce it to me being young and, exactly, be, and me yeah. being stupid so i would i would talk to other girls or or she would, there were times when she would talk to other guys and then they would date forever. So that was really weird for me because it seemed like I could never lock her down yeah. as like an actual coupling. But then she would have like these long-term relationships with other guys. And uh, it was always, that's part of why I think it was so self-destructive. Because I was just like, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. But yeah. it was a little bit of what's wrong with us. But I put a lot of the blame on me and... Was probably way too hard on myself because she on the on her side I think of it like she probably just didn't care. She probably had a lot of conversations with me where in her head she knew that it was like just not gonna happen. 
yet I'd be the one that was like trying to get it back going again and things like that. So it was just a very, it's just a very low point. But but it was weird though, because like so when we weren't a thing, I could talk to other girls. But again, it was kind of that thing that loomed over me, and I probably would have been a lot more successful in high school, actually not been <laughs> like a parasite. But uh, I always think about that too. Like going back to like, just there's, a, I think everybody sort of has that person where they, they think like, man, why did I waste all that time? Yeah. And yeah. So yeah, it was just kind of uh, us doing dumb things over and over again to kind of mess it up or, or we just wouldn't want to be together or, and uh, it was just kind of, it was just a lot of stupid shit really. Um, but I was always kind of the guy, too, that, like, since then, and this is what I was talking about when it came to, like, how it would mold me in the future. It just it made me realize that um, I'm super selfish, but I have a self-awareness about it. So it's like, I know I'm selfish, so I'm not going to – I don't think I'm ready to be anybody's – boyfriend yeah. so I'm just kind of always like in a talking mood or I like to hang out or whatever so like I have a really hard time like connecting with anybody in that way since then um there's just a lot of things that came from that um yeah I don't know her but she sounds kind of like a wackadoodle she's a little crazy but she always had long-term relationships though like even now I think she's been dating a guy for like over a year or something yeah it's weird yeah that's yeah. so weird because she's like being a, like a monogamous, like a serial monogamous, but also <laughs> bouncing back and forth. It, well, like. when, she, when she wasn't monogamous, she had a reputation. So it was just a weird mix of both. So she was just a really, I think in general, she was just a really hard person to nail down. Hmm. And it just so happened she was probably the world's worst, uh, like, first relationship for me. Yeah. But there was actually a girl... There was another girl that I was like really trying to get into uh, in high school as well. And rephrase. What does that mean? Trying. Oh, to like oh, not. I meant like um, <laughs> like there was another girl that I like liked a lot. Okay. Let's just go with that. And I was like trying to you know put her first and ignore Exhibit A, but uh, yeah, it just always always fell through and always. It's fucked hard up. to ignore someone when. They don't want you to ignore them. Like, does that yeah. make sense? And I think I think she liked it too. Oh, I, th I think oh. she liked the attention. One hundred percent, I can guarantee you, she loved that. Yeah. Because I'll tell you what was probably in her mind: you were the safety net. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, that could. That's one reason why we keep one on the line. You know. Yeah, I think so. Because, yeah. like, well, if this really cute guy that I'm talking to falls through, then I'll always have. Probably. Like, it's just... Yeah. I used to do that in middle school. Oh, God. <laughs> You're one of them. <laughs> I was not very good at it. So, <laughs> so I, I'm, I was the, not as good at this. You're saying like the guy would just girl. be like, well, I see you. <laughs> they, would they were probably like way over me before I realized they weren't still on my <laughs> hook. <So>. Right. <laughs> right. Did you get the knife, Eric? Did I get the knife? Yeah, to cut this tension with. Ooh. Nice. Slam. All right. So now that we've talked about the fun part of Snelling and I's relationship, <laughs> let's, 
let's um i guess let's let's try to move on to a more uh in the present topic which we mentioned earlier both of us dabbling in in social media online dating um and you mentioned earlier you actually mentioned to go back to what we just talked about you said something about having a hard time connecting with anyone now after having gone through what you went through mm-hmm. we've never talked about that but i i can tell you that i feel the same way you and guys, maybe now I'm finding a common denominator. It's that girl. So maybe you can talk that, about that a so. little bit. I, see, I don't think that's all of it. I think that I think she had a huge part, but I don't think it's all of it. I think okay. part of it is. I think part of it was my upbringing, uh, because I am a child of divorce. Same. Same. Okay. Interesting. All right. You I'm knew gonna, that about me. <laughs> I, I know, but you brought it to light on the podcast when I was trying to act like okay. you and I were different. You proved that I was wrong because um, I wasn't thinking. I wasn't critically thinking. Um, yeah, so child of divorce. Um, my dad was a huge problem, whereas I don't think your dad was. No. My dad was a huge problem. Your situation with that is a, a lot different than mine. As I grow older, I'm, I saw his face in the mirror. So there was a lot of that that I had to deal with. That's hard. Um, yeah. Uh, I've seen my mom uh, married and divorced. Well, I guess I've seen it twice, but she's been married and divorced three times because I was a child when my parents got divorced. Um, like a child, like a young child? I was two, okay. yeah. So I have, I have virtually no memory of their marriage whatsoever. Okay. Um, but um, I've seen that happen and fail, and so it's like I have this idea of marriage in my head. I don't like being married. Um, like I said, I'm very self-aware of what I'm, what I'm good for, what I'm not good for. And I just don't think at this point in my life, I'm, I'd be that great at like a, what I would call like just a traditional, like not that I haven't been with girls and hung out with girls and enjoyed my time with them or whatever, but it's like, I don't know that I can ever give myself entirely to what they might want at this point in our lives at, at our age. Yeah, so. I connect with that too because I, I don't know if that's the root of uh, any kind of emotional issues I may have, but I think it could be a part of it, like just deep psychologically, you know, having divorced parents. And uh, it's not like I have a view of marriage where, you know, I want to be married one day. So it's not like it ruined it for me, but having experienced all the divorce I have in my life, I mean, all of. I think there was one person from our band that his parents are still together. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it's all around us. And I heard somebody else, I heard a different podcast talking about this recently. And they said, if over, if 50% of people get divorced, do you think the other 50% have perfect marriages? Yeah. I mean, so... Talk what about I, <laughs> you, do you do you think that having divorced parents and just kind of experiencing a lot of failed relationships, not your own, but just seeing a lot of failed relationships, do you think that that could contribute to how you you view yourself being in a relationship in the future? I think a lot of it boils down to the actual label of marriage. Like, yeah. it's not that I don't see myself just being with because I'm not like a I'm not a playboy or anything. It's not like I'm being that right, right so but so it's not commitment it's or it's i think it's i think it's being with just a like-minded individual and i think we talked about i think we talked about it off air but 
we talked about sort of where I live right now and it, my goals, how I like my lifestyle is centered around one thing mm-hmm. that is very unique to everyone else around me. And I, for the most part, I think a lot of the situations, the relationships that I've been with, it's always been a case of like where I think that person's just kind of in my way okay. because it's not aligning in that sense. Um, if I want to dedicate this time to my projects and this stuff, and if I'm getting pulled in this direction, uh, I don't like that. Um, you, I remember you kind of dating a girl that you worked with when you still yeah. worked at Lowe's. Do you know what story I'm referring to? Oh, God, to? yes, it's great. All right, go, go ahead. Well, this, is, this is a perfect illustration of I, what I he was, was just talking about. I was actually thinking about this, and um, this might help Jill out a ton, too. I was thinking about this the other day. So the story that I think sums me up entirely, this is Ryan Snelling in one story. I was in eighth grade, going back to eighth grade. I had a date with a girl that was a freshman. So like that was a huge deal. Freshman yeah. girl wants to go out with me, right? So we go out on a date. It's a big deal. I was the only, you know, all of my friends were talking about how I was going out with a freshman. Uh, went to dinner. We went to go see Batman Begins. I have bat, a bat tattooed on my arm. Batman means a whole hell of a lot to me. <laughs> so we're watching Batman Begins. She wants to make out with me in the theater. Oh, dear. And I said no. <laughs> how dare you? This is a Christopher Nolan production. <laughs> this is Batman on screen since 1997. I don't think so. No, we never went out again, and I didn't regret it. So, and you saw that movie five more times in theaters. Uh, no, Batman Begins was just one time. Dark, oh, okay. Dark Knight seven times total. But uh, <laughs> oh my Lord. Uh, and I didn't like have hundred dollars. I didn't have a date. Uh, uh, any of those? Any of those? Anyway, so they knew better after that story. Yeah. So now the story that you want to bring up yeah. happened a year or two ago, two years ago probably. Um, I was like really. Uh, starting to podcast. Like everything, the wheels were turning. I just got the gig with Collider. So it was like bigger than ever, a lot of pressure, also a lot of fun. And uh, I just was very goal oriented. And a lot of what I have to do is just watching things because I have to be able to talk about them, right? So I was talking to this girl. We were coworkers. Uh, That was already kind of weird, maybe not a great idea. But I had to watch Game of Thrones. Oh, no. She had (laughs) terrible internet. And I know I, it got to the point where I like I had to watch things, but she wanted me to go over there. And if I went over there, I couldn't watch them because their internet sucks. Because her internet was terrible. I know this sounds absurd, but like it, it goes back to what I was just describing. Like it, it was just hard for me to explain to somebody that I had to do this when they just saw it as me playing on the computer. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it actually kind of mattered. It sounds silly because we're reducing it to watching Game of Thrones with terrible internet, but. Um, I, I prefer to stay at home and watch Game of Thrones. You, you basically and, broke up with her because you and, wanted, would rather it, do that. It, it was just like, you know what? I, I, I just already know this isn't going to happen. So <laughs> I'm just going to stay home. Why didn't you just invite her to your place to watch it? Uh, because I live at home. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Say no more. <laughs> right. So, so yeah. Um, not ideal there either. Um, but... Uh, I was thinking about how those two stories are like 12 years apart. How is essentially it, the same. How is that progress? Yeah. <laughs> You've really funny. grown. You just need to find an independent lady who can stay home and do her own thing. I would love to be with a girl who does not want to hang out with me. 
that would be ideal. <laughs> like we we just kind of we go about our day and then we'll meet each other back at the end and then we can hang out in our own time. Yeah. But. I do see like um, our last guest or the last episode we put out. Uh, she yeah. said something like that. Yeah. She said we both just kind of do our own thing and then we we hang out at and, the end of the day. And I know it exists. I just haven't come across it yet, but I know it exists because uh, my other uh, best friend and co-host on Titan Sound, Jay, his relationship was like that. Yeah. And it's thriving. They live together. She's a business owner. He's a graphic designer. They and he does everything that I do. So it's not like it's not like it can't happen. Uh, I just haven't come across it yet. Right. So. It's yeah. Hard to find. <clears throat> And also find that me and you are the same in this way. Um, we don't like going to bars, going to big events with a lot yeah. of people, things like that. So we kind of just meet the people that we encounter every day at work, and that's it. Yeah, I think so. Well, other than Tinder. Other that's than that's Tinder what I'm saying. Like the that. only way that we can meet a new person for a potential date is just if we randomly come across somebody um, or a mutual friends, uh, or or social media, or going back to people that or we going were back with. to, yeah. to yeah. people, yeah. You get guys, it. don't do that again. Yeah, I, I've gotten out of that. It doesn't. <laughs> it, it doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> no. So yeah. Um, do you find people when people see you, you know, at work or wherever? Do you find that people find out, oh, you're single and you're 27? Uh, let me try to hook you up. Do you find that that happens a lot to you? Uh, I, th- it, it did. Yeah. Um, it hasn't happened lately. Uh, but there was a time when that happened a lot and just no, it's, no. it's the same rule when people like recommend music to me. I'm just like, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna listen to it. I'm not gonna like it. Even if I do it, let me show you this hilarious vine compilation. I don't think so. The same rule applies <laughs> to any girl you want to throw my way. It's like, let me just, no, thanks. Yeah. I, well, my niece is, she just, <laughs> She just moved into town. It's looking for a nice young man. I'm not that nice young man. <laughs> Go on and let her know. We'll just we'll break it off before it even gets started. Uh, take me out of the hat, if, if you would, please. So did you go on any dates like that, like a setup? Mm, no. No? No. There's no way I would have the, the strength to do that. You wouldn't even give it a chance. I mean, you, if, you would. If they said my, <laughs> if they said my if, niece is single and they showed like, you a picture and it was amazing, you would do it. If I was like... If this was someone that I had been crushing on for a long time, or I I had already kind of been interested in, and they weren't aware of that and came to me like, "Hey, what do you think of this?" Yeah, yeah. In, in that case, yes. Okay. But if I if I don't know the person, if I haven't seen their face, just no, thank you. Right. It's okay. all good. Leave me out of it. It's also I, I also feel I feel like I'm talking a lot about myself from my perspective, but I'm just hoping that you can relate. So I'm sorry about that. But am I the first male guest? Second. Okay. But the only one that is any. The only one that's in, relatable that's in to my. I was gonna say I've, I've range, heard I've heard you know? two female guests. So right now Eric is blossoming on this podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> my mom's gonna be really Worth, excited. Yeah. She it, loves to hear Eric talk. Jill usually thrives, but now this is this is you. Hi Denise. <laughs> Love you. Oh my god, that's fantastic. Um, Aww, mom. So, uh, what was I about to say? Oh, you, okay. see, do you find it difficult to gauge a young woman's age nowadays, or whether it would be appropriate for you to make any kind of move? Uh, in general, yes, yeah. but not when it comes to people that I'm interested in. 
I don't have that problem when it comes to relationships. Yeah. But if you're asking, like, have I gone through Walmart and found out that that person is actually 15 and been like, well, no, I'm saying that person, like, no. Like last week, I was I worked a night at Starbucks, which I haven't done in a while, and this girl came in, and I was I was just like instantly attracted to her, and I thought I've never seen her before, but I never work nights. Maybe hopefully she works in the mall. And she's got her drink or whatever, and then she left. And then after she left, I thought about it, and I was like, you know what? That girl could be like 18 years old, and I would have no idea. Uh, okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, generally that thought has crossed my mind, but it's never been a problem Yeah. <laughs> intimately or anything like that. Yeah. Right. I, find, I just find that, that to be yet another obstacle in the way of anything <laughs> happening, aside from, from crippling social anxiety and just <laughs> n- not having any game and you know just being awkward and shy even aside from all that i find that being older now you know older in terms of being yeah. a single person yeah i find that to be another obstacle i think my example of that is like because i work retail like a cute girl will come up and i've gotten the strength to say hey yeah and kind of approach her in that way and uh i'll say hey what's up not much, blah, 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 blah. And then she'll set down a pregnancy test. That, <laughs> that's, the, that's the kind of stuff I experience. I'm like, okay, you know what? Let me just back hey, away. Hey, next time that happens, just say, oh, is that for us? <laughs> please don't. Please don't say that. I, I love that idea, and I will do it next time. Thank you. <laughs> no shame. He said it. I don't care. Okay, I want to know about your Tinder and Bumble experiences. Yeah, so uh, they vary. Uh, they're very different. I can't stand Tinder. I hate that that's what our society has been right. re- reduced to in, in terms of dating. Like, I just don't think. And my biggest problem with Tinder is that nobody actually really knows what they're there for. Whether yeah. it's like, I just matched with someone. Do they want a serious relationship? Do they want hookups? Are they just bored and they're yeah. just sliding through the app? So that's that's my biggest problem. I think that's that I think point. a lot of them are just bored. Yeah, well, so, it becomes addicting. Yeah. To swipe and to look at all the options yeah. out there. Yeah, I just think I wish it was a little bit clearer, and I think Bumble does that right because there's like three versions of Bumble. If you've ever oh, noticed, yeah, right. it's, it's like, like a friend version, friend, uh, some kind of like job outreach there's or something business, like that. Yeah. yeah. And then there's dating. So, but it's like yeah. when I'm in the dating version of Bumble, I still run through the exact same Tinder problems. Actually, maybe even more so because yeah. I think Bumble's just kind of harder. And I don't know if it's just because of my area, because I'm not, I live in a rural, rural. Area, uh, so it's not like heavily populated with people that I've never met before. That might be the biggest problem. Not that I haven't adjusted my radius a little bit, yeah. but uh, yeah, it's just it's extremely annoying. And uh, I actually told this uh, story the other day. Uh, this happened maybe like a year ago, but I was talking about how annoyed I was with Tinder because um, I'll get several matches, right. And then I'll just go in with a, hey, what's up? An anecdote, referencing something in their bio. And there's, I have 15 matches. And my entry point is, they all vary. And because a lot of people say, don't just say, hey, don't be boring, be funny. And, or give me a pickup line. So I did 15 different fucking things, right? So <laughs> none of them responded. None of None them. None of them? None of them. Yeah. Jeez. And I was, I was, this is what I fucking hate. Like, 
it's it's I just met like even if you're there because you're bored, you can at least like, hey, I'm just here to blah blah blah, or at least be funny but yeah. not think anything of me. Like, there's a million ways that those could go, and I just got nothing from 15 people, wow. and I got fucking pissed. I got really pissed because I was like ready to teach society a lesson, <laughs> right? Because I'm just like, it didn't matter to me. I just want to know what's going on, right? Right. Did, just do they, out of courtesy. Are, is there like a red receipt? Like, can you tell that they mm-hmm. saw it? No. No. Um, you, I guess the only way to determine something like that is you have your messages, but you also have a feed of when people update their profiles. Oh. So you can get a sense. Like, I could look and be like, "Yeah, I sent this person a message on Wednesday. They changed their profile pic to Friday." So you can kind of see that. Okay. But, um, but anyway, regardless of that, I wrote out a message and basically just calling everybody out. Being like, <laughs> Look, this is this fucking sucks that you all do this. And I sent it to every single match. Wow. Every single one. And one of them responded. Well, I mean, several responded, but one in particular responded to it and was very taken by that gesture. And it led to one of my only hookups on Tinder. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. What so, did she, she apologize? Saying? Oh, yeah. She was like, you know what? You're right. Oh, my gosh. We, and, I already like her. And so she, so our hookup, she was actually at work. And she texted me uh, to come up and meet her. And she took a break. And uh, we were in her car. <laughs> So it was and just you like, like hooked up in her yeah. car? Wow. Well, she was on break at work. Okay. And I and like I, this girl. Yeah, I asked her. Where did she work? <laughs> <laughs> no. We can't talk about that? No. Okay. Um, Denny's. Absolutely not. It's it's nothing like that. But uh, but anyway, I'll tell you off here. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I asked her, like, how did this even happen? And she said, it was because you sent me that message. It's like, yeah, I like this girl. Hmm. She, she knows cool. what's up. She is cool. She's very cool. Um, so, yeah. And then there were a couple others that were just like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> and it gets Was to anyone a... like, fuck you, buddy? No. Oh, that's good. So they all felt bad at yeah. least. May- I don't know. Maybe. I, I didn't want them to feel bad. And if you had asked me the next day, Stanley, do you regret doing that? I would have been like, yeah, probably. <laughs> it was just a moment of like, fuck these guys. Yeah. Uh, well, it's stupid. Now, I like that is the worst thing ever. Like it's just, just annoying. effing respond. Like, just respond. It just doesn't make sense. It, no. It doesn't even have to be about me. If you had told me you had that same experience, I would have said, just, you can have fun with the person. Like, yeah. y- if you're there for hookups, if you just want to have a fun conversation, there's like a million ways that it could go. But for whatever reason, that, that's honestly the, the most common thing is that I'll, ju- I'll get a match and then nothing comes of it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, okay, well, that doesn't make this fun in, in any way, whether it's yeah. hookups or if like you just want to get to know anybody. It's just like, whatever. Yeah, I got a match last week, and it was probably three or four messages back and forth, and then she just stopped, and that was it. That's what, that's what happens a lot. I get z- almost zero matches on Bumble. I don't yeah. know what the problem is there. I, yeah. I don't, know what, I don't know why everybody hates me on Bumble, but I get almost zero on there. On What's Tinder, your age bracket? I don't know. Probably, I think, I'm probably like 24 to 34. I think mine's like 21 to 30. I, I think is what mine is. Yeah. Um, what's what's worse, someone not responding to you at all, 
or someone responding to you having an amazing conversation and then it just halting. That. You think so? Probably. I think so. I think yeah. so too. Because then you're obsessed with like, what did I say that, that was yeah. wrong? <laughs> yeah. Or just like, you know, why are you, again, it goes back to the central question. What did you want? Why are you here? Yeah. Like I had uh, just the other day felt really good about, uh, I talked to somebody for several days on there and it was like really great conversation. We had a ton in common and uh, it was just kind of firing on all cylinders. And uh, I moved forward with, can we take this off Tinder, text, chat, whatever. And she said, uh, yeah, you can have my Snapchat. <laughs> so she gave me her Snapchat and I was just like, Okay, I guess Snapchat is still big, not to me, but uh, I got her Snapchat, added her on there. She has to add me back. You have to add someone back on Snapchat. And uh, that's when it stopped. Wow. It's like, why do I have your Snapchat then? It's It's her Snapchat. It's her name. Yeah, that's weird. And she opens no... I sent her a a snap, and uh, I got an open no reply. And then I sent her another one like a couple days later and got an open no reply. And then I messaged her on Tinder and said, so, like, do you just not want me to snap you, even though you gave me your name? And she never responded to that. And so it was just kind of been radio silent. Larry. Yeah. I mean, it just annoys me. It's not, it's not like it's a, it's not a heartbreak scenario. Yeah. It's just like, a, how am I supposed to get anywhere with this? This it just is, makes you feel, this is, it just makes you feel stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Or it makes, it just makes me hate, again, going back to the whole point, which is that we've been reduced to these apps and they... I think they make people probably more insecure. Oh, yeah. Okay, so if they didn't exist, what would you guys do? How would you meet people? Because you don't like to go anywhere with people. So how uh, would you meet them? I have no I have no problem meeting people. It's not that I'm like... I don't know that I'm socially awkward. I, I know that I don't like certain situations, but it doesn't make me awkward. Uh, so I just prefer to do <laughs> certain things and not others. But I have no problem like meeting people. Uh, I would rather meet someone to where I could just hang out and talk to them. So like if it's a casual like get yeah. together or party or dinner things like that, I have to. Yeah, but what situations are are you ever in where you m- just meet a new person that you've never met that could be a potential? I mean, date? it's not often. Yeah, but that's when I thrive. I can be myself and try to make them laugh or be funny. But I feel like I can't do that if we're at a bar. Um, it doesn't actually, I don't need to be loosened up by alcohol. So it doesn't really, that doesn't do anything for me, but like, I don't want to try to talk to a girl where she's kind of drunk or a little bit tipsy or like, cause I feel like I'm not actually getting anywhere with it. Like I'm not being me, Eric, <laughs> I'm not making my moves. And, uh, so yeah, I, I just don't, I don't thrive in those situations anyway. So I'm just not, not the most comfortable thing. Well, yeah, I just I think she means like when you think of places where people meet potential dates in social settings, you think of a bar or yeah. so since we don't go to those places, like where would aside from social media, where would we ever meet anybody? And I don't know the answer to that. Uh, I don't know if, if I can meet a girl where I work that doesn't need a pregnancy test. Maybe it'll just happen like it does <laughs> in the movies one day where just everything kind of falls into place. But I, I don't have an answer to that. Yeah. I just, I don't know. <laughs> I picture like, like daytime bar, like outside, like go 
on a Sunday or go on a Saturday during the day to a bar where it's not packed, crowded. Might be on a Sunday, but... <laughs> um, and they have, like, bags and giant Jenga or whatever and where you can just go up to someone and be like, hey, can I have next game? And then there you go. Boom. Conversation. Cornhole. Cornhole. Oh. Sorry. Um, <laughs> These Kentucky kids. <laughs> um, I try to invite you to those all the time and you never do it. Yeah, I just told you I, I mean, don't like going places. But, but that's different though, Eric. Yeah, this is a totally different situation than and like Friday night at that club we went to. Are you being yeah. an old man? Like you don't want to be in a loud Yes. Okay, okay but that's outside not, that's not isn't really loud. allowed. It's no. completely different. If you go to a bar in the daytime. I don't want to be in a loud place or a place with more than twenty people. Okay, you know what else <laughs> we should try is when football starts, let's go watch football somewhere. And you wear your jersey, and you find the girls who are also wearing that jersey. Or you find a girl wearing the opposite one, and then you guys can, like, playfully argue flirt the whole time. Wow. I don't have a jersey. God, that sounds Okay, so well, like, you can wear a Kentucky <sighs> hat or whatever. You could go to a Titans game, Eric. Yeah. They're thriving right now. Boo. Actually, my dad is going to come up. We're going to go to a Steelers-Titans game this year. Boom. There you go. Find yourself a Titan because you'll be decked out in Steelers. Find yourself a Titan who's there with their dad. That's the other problem. Aren't they going to be with that. their boyfriend? Okay, don't sure. go to the game. I don't know. I used to go to bars with my... I mean, I was with my friends that are boys, but... I, it's, it's trickier, I used to go though. watch the games. Like, when Michigan State was playing, I would go. I'd go by myself. Yeah, I never actually did, but I almost <laughs> did once. It's like, I really? really almost went by myself, but then I didn't. Yeah, I don't think there's any way he's going to do that. I mean, I like I like where you're going. I have I, a really, I have great ideas, okay? No, I think Nobody will just, no one will test but them. But that's the problem, though. It's tricky, because if he's going to the football game, it's not like, and I don't, and this isn't sexist. I know, I'm sure it happens, but I, I don't come across a, a group of girls yeah. that go to these football games. So it's yeah. going to be a maybe a mix or they're there with they are there with their boyfriend, but it, even if they're with a group of uh, male friends, it'd be hard to tell if you could approach one or not. Yeah. Like Yeah. Even if you uh, meet a girl getting a pretzel at the concession stand, it might just lead to a conversation and then her boyfriend comes up with beers. "Hey babe, you okay?" <laughs> Is this guy bothering you? <laughs> Is this guy bothering you? <laughs> and Eric's just like, oh, well, okay. Hey, I was, uh, would we'll you want to hang out, out sometime? Uh, I have a boyfriend. Oh, me too. Cool. I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Ellen DeGeneres? Wow. Wow. Eric looks like Ellen DeGeneres, if you guys don't know. Also, a Skarsgård brother. I don't know how you do both, but you somehow pull I don't, both. I get what you're saying when you say a scars guard. Jill, do you know who scar the scars guards are? I know one of the them. The guy who plays the clown in it. I know one of them. Whichever the one's one? in Big Little Lies, yes. Alexander. Eric could be his brother. He's in Big Little Lies. Yeah, he's, he's the villain. Uh, I'm not gonna watch. He's the rest. a villain whether you know the story or not. He's a villain whether you've he's seen the end or not. He's uh, Nicole Kidman's husband, Eric. That's Alexander Skarsgård. Oh, there's three. Two? I think there might be. I thought there was another there one. There might be three. Who's the guy that played Tarzan? Uh, oh, Alexander Skarsgård. Oh. No same guy. way. It's Tarzan. Or uh, the same guy, Eric. No way. Okay. Yeah. All, all it takes is you look like a tall Swedish lifeguard. 
That's all it takes. That's <laughs> what the scars guards are. That's what you are. Skurr, skurr, skurr. Skurr, skurr. Yeah. Ulrich Zerner skurs gird. Well, do you see <laughs> kind of like our predicament now? Because Eric doesn't ever date. So what are we supposed to talk about? See, you have to date for the sake of the podcast. You know that you have to create content. So you still need to be swiping. Be swiping on those apps. <laughs> go on a date that you absolutely hate. And <laughs> in the back of your mind, just know... This will create amazing content. I'm like taking notes. Yes. She's like, what are you doing? Oh, don't worry about it. Just texting your friend. <laughs> you're recording the, uh, the conversation <laughs> on the phone. You just play it on the podcast. Now, can you repeat what you just said? <laughs> a little bit closer to this thing. Don't worry about this. This is where she told me she was a lesbian. <laughs> oh, my God. This is when I left. You listen closely. You can hear my car actually jet out of the parking lot. Oh. <laughs> uh. No, I mean it doesn't. It with the apps for me, it never gets that far. Just create content here. That's all it is. Go on terrible dates, so you have something to talk about. I don't, don't want to go pay for a date <laughs> if I know it's not going to do. If nothing's. That's why I'm saying go to, go to a coffee date. That's like five bucks. Yeah, yeah. Per person. That's a good call. So, are you afraid? What's the situation like at work? Like, if you wanted to approach a girl while you were there, could you do that? It feels... It's not, it's it, not comfortable. No, probably. it feels really weird. I'll, I have yeah. I have done this once, and I oh, may have yeah. told you about it. You haven't told Podcast World about it. Tell them. Okay. There was this girl that worked in the mall, and she would come and get a coffee, and <clears throat> I thought she was cute, and I would talk to her every time she came in, and I have another coworker who who's older than me, and he kind of treats me like a, a little baby son and he wants me to, to do well <laughs> and get out in the world and it's funny, I love it, but he, he always is trying to hook me up with his, his wife's friends or try to get me to date and so this girl came in and she left and, and this my coworker was like dude, she's, she's so into you, I can tell. You need, to go, oh. you need to go ask her on a date. And I was like, really? You think so? And he said, yes. Yes, you need to. So I, I got off work that day, and I knew where she worked in the mall. I walked over there. I can't. I still can't believe I did this. I can't but I either. Did. I'm so proud of you. I walked over this. there and and talked to her for a minute, and then asked her if she would go on a date with me the next week. And she said, "Yeah." And she gave me her phone number. Yeah. And then a couple of days later, I texted her. No response. Texted her again a couple of days later, and she said something like, "Oh yeah, I'm pretty busy this week, but, but." I don't, you know, it was something like that. And I said, okay, well, let me know when you're free next week and we can grab coffee or something. And then that, she never responded again. But still continued to come into the store. And still came into the yeah, store sometimes. I think, I think what's weird, and this is just, I guess I'm just a lot more curious, but if I know that I'm interested in a girl, I just want to know, like, if I know, like, she's interested in me or she doesn't want to hang out or whatever. But it, I've never been the kind of guy who has been interested in a girl and then never found out for myself if it was a no or a yes. Like, she just like you apparently was into you, but, like, didn't act on it in any way <laughs> to find out if it could go anywhere. Is that basically how you described it? I I think that's weird. I mean, I had no inclination that she was into me. I just thought she talked it to me, seems and I like yeah. It because there was one instance when I was there, and like she talked to you pretty much the whole time she was there about like her plans for the weekend, and yeah, I don't know. It just kind of seemed like 
it it was possible. I guess what I said doesn't apply then, because I thought you had a definite like she was into you, but like no, maybe another guy came along, and that's why you guys never talked again. But I do think that might have happened. It could have, and I haven't seen her in a long time. I don't even know if she works there anymore. I don't think so. The the one time that I got wind uh, of somebody liking me, um, I didn't really believe it at first, and then people people were like, "How could you?" It's so obvious, and it it just was not registering with me. Uh, this individual at the time uh, when I found out that she was into me, uh, she was pregnant. So I know oh. that I know that this <laughs> keeps coming back up. But by the time I actually found out it was legitimate, uh, she was with child, and so I. Uh, yeah, nothing. <clears throat> I don't think I would have done it anyway. But no. it, it, we could have at least had fun. But it's an episode of Seventh Heaven, if you remember Is that it? show. Yeah, they used remember? the word harlot on that show. Do you remember that? I they thought. used the word harlot. Yeah, I think that's hilarious. I don't recall. I, was, I remember the a, blonde son like meeting a girl on a bus, and they really hit it off. And then when she got up to leave, he saw that she was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> there was an episode of Seventh Heaven where Matt come, brings home a girl, and uh, Reverend Camden is on the steps and. He called her the high school harlot. <laughs> and I always remember thinking that was hilarious. Oh. I would love to call a girl harlot. He's one to talk, am I right? What was wrong with Miss Camden? Mr. No, Mr. Camden. Didn't that actor like do some real oh. bad stuff? Oh, he's a pedophile. Yeah. yeah. Who's the actor? Uh, Stephen Collins. Pedophile. Oh, he admitted to it. Yikes. So. Ew. Yeah. It's those reverence. Now that we talked about what I wanted to fiction talk about. Fiction and nonfiction. Pennsylvania, man. <laughs> Catholics. They're crazy. <laughs> Grew up one, I know. Um, yeah. You asked yeah, you asked about um how I would in- interact with someone at, at Starbucks. I just generally I just find it that it would be weird to try and yeah. to ask somebody out while I'm working Serving for Starbucks. You know what I mean? Uh-oh. Like, hey, I know I'm wearing an apron, it, but it's something do you, have you to, think you want to go on a date It's something you have sometime? to build up to. Like, it, I think the situation you described, it was like just one false move that prevented that from happening, but it was a good build-up. Yeah. And that's the best way to kind of build that rapport over time to yeah. where you're, like, making jokes and you're right. vibing. Because it's almost like you have to know, like you have to know about somebody at least a little bit before. Or I would have to know about somebody before I would do that. In your exact situation, you have to get to the <laughs> point where you know or drink. Oh, the usual? Do you ever <laughs> use that line? You want the you want the usual? Yeah. <laughs> Not as a pickup line, but yeah. <laughs> Not as a pickup line, just in general. That's what happened yeah. with me and Phil. You knew yeah. his, he, Phil works there. Or, you knew his usual. Yeah, and he was just like, I didn't do it. But, you know, again. Yeah. Uh, and he was... He was just like, well, I'm going to be at Cheesecake Factory. If you feel like having a drink after work, I'll be there. And it wasn't, like, awkward or weird. Yeah. There was also, like, a lot of separation. So, like, it wasn't like he was standing right there and could see my face immediately blush or turn red or so whatever. So did you go? I went, dude. Was wow. There, I so went. We've never talked about this. Was there a build-up to that? Or did yes. that catch you off guard? No, there you was a build-up. You already knew that. Okay. I was, Yeah. So he started coming in a lot, and then he came in one time when I was on my break, and um, we talked for a little bit, and I kind of got to know, like, why he was... Because he was new. He was new to the mall. Yeah. So I got to know, like, where he was from, and we found out we were from Michigan. We're both from Michigan. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so that was... 
I tried flirting every time I could, but it, I mean, it's kind of hard. <laughs> it's hard. You're right. When you're in a freaking apron. Yeah. But I tried doing what I could. And then, um, I don't know why he decided to say that. Like, I don't know what tipped him over the edge, but, um, I went, and he was really surprised. That's a and good. So was that, I. that was a good move to just yeah. say, to say, I'm gonna do this thing. Yeah. If you want to join me, it was so go chill. It. It's pretty slick. Yeah. 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 And I then, like that. Th- yeah. That's a very specific situation where where you could use that though, because you can't be like, I'm gonna go have dinner tonight at seven. Right. At this place, <laughs> I'm gonna sit. Up, I'm gonna be there alone. You can I'm join me. I'm gonna get a table there. for two, but I'll be by myself. Yeah. That's creepy. What he did was not creepy. If you did it for a dinner situation, that's kind of creepy. Here's because another situation you could do it in. No, because he was doing it in a place where he already worked. He was just like, after work, I'm going to go five steps to the right and yeah. be over here. And or you like, also work five steps from this yes. place. Or, or like if you worked across the street from a bar yeah. that everyone from work goes to. It right. could be like that. But like, you know what else you could do? You could use, like, for instance, my trivia night. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, we do trivia every night at Thursday. If you ever want to come, like, we're there every Thursday or whatever. Yeah. We're going this Thursday if you want to come. That's so chill and so, like, even if she didn't like you and liked trivia, she might come and then figure out you're a swell guy. It's good. I like this. Yeah. This is very valuable. So I can take this information back to where I'm from be like, hey, I'm going to be at Captain D's later, get some <laughs> coleslaw, if you want to come by. You ever had those little crunchy things? If you oh want to come dear. get these cracklins, come that's what cracklins. I call them. That's what I call If you want to come by and get some coleslaw and cracklins, I'm going to be there. I'll be at the local Taco Bell if you want to come by. And uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure I could pick up plenty that way. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Those cracklins. Those like cracklins are... Irresistible. Those cracklins keep them coming backlins. You know what they say. As long as you live in an obese city, (laughs) golden. What city even isn't obese anymore? Uh, Manitoba. Where's that? Canada. I don't know. I just made that. It it is in Canada, but I just made up the fact that they're not obese. I have no idea. (laughs) Was there anything that you wanted to talk about specifically? Uh, I got on my Tinder rant. Um... I don't know. I think I've got it all out there. I, I'm trying to think of any good questions that I, I might have from the female perspective, but you kind of oh, yeah. you kind of made me feel worse. Why? Honestly, because you verified and solidified my Tinder arguments. I came here and was like, this is my approach to Tinder, wow. and I think these girls yeah. are bitches. And you're like, yeah, they are bitches. And so but we, also, didn't, we didn't solve anything. No. Um, By the way, I just want to make it clear, like I'm speaking from my perspective. I know that you have every argument against men being shitty. Everybody does it. Everybody does it. So I don't mean to label it as all girls are this. But yeah. it, it's, it's everybody's problem on, on these apps or yeah. whatever it might be. It's yeah. everybody's problem. Um, what does your bio say? Are, are Tinder, I, I can pull it up. Are Tinder yeah, and Bumble the same bio for you? Uh, I think so, for the most part. Yeah, I can pull it up here. Um, you got to be funny, but you also got to appear interesting. Yeah. You got to have good pictures. So I think I, I think I have all of that. So it really just comes down to my looks. So maybe that's why it doesn't help. But my bio is uh, a quote I've met worse, cited from an actual match of mine. 
And then it says, a main child and lover of pop culture, serial, and time travel. Podcaster, gamer, aspiring filmmaker, band member, want to go see Mission Impossible. That's a little outdated. And then the final line is, let's not make Tinder more annoying than it already is. All right. So I'm I gonna, feel like that's a good package. I'm going to get Jill's thoughts on that first, and then I have something to say. So go ahead. I'm going to be really honest. I love it. No, it, Good. I didn't hear the whole middle part. I'm just not an audio. <laughs> I need to see uh, the words. Yeah. Here. Okay. Sorry. I'm going to be it, honest. My, my song. I didn't hear anything okay, you said. Okay, well, first of all, I'm, I already feel better because the beginning <clears throat> is a quote. And it's yeah, that's not what just you saying I've met worse. I got really no, it's, like, it's what? a quote okay. from an actual match of mine. I met, I've Man, met Jordan worse. And the girl who said it texted me the other day and said, did you really put that? Quote in your <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, it's funny. Okay. That's I like awesome. it. The, but the last line, which, what was the last too line? Too serious business. Let's not make Tinder more annoying. To me, it, it comes off as cynical, which like, yeah, it is annoying, but I, I'm yeah. guessing, I don't know, for some reason it, it kind of just rubbed me the wrong way. But I mean, compa compared to everything in the bio, absolutely, it's the most negative and cynical, but yeah. I see, but at the same time, uh, probably at least half of the people that I see on there uh, that at least check out in their bio, they're saying something along the really? lines of, I, I actually hate Tinder, and uh, I'm not here. They're, Tinder sucks. They kind of get down to business. They're saying something along those lines. They're getting okay. down to business. I'm not here for hookups. Uh, I'm here because I feel like I have to be, and it's like that kind of stuff. So yeah. I felt like I was within the guidelines. Like yeah. I wasn't being like a radical <laughs> on Tinder. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, without question, you're right. It's the most negative thing in my bio. I really like the rest of it, though. Oh, thank you so much. That's good. I wanted to see the Feel rest better. of your pictures. What I wanted to say was I noticed your first picture yeah. is a picture of you on stage with a microphone yeah. from a, a show that our band played. Yeah. There's now, a, I have two of those. Now there's like there's two things that I could say about it. One is that although the picture is – you're how old were you in that picture? Probably 22. When did we do that? It was, was that the reunion show? Was it 13 or 14 maybe? So it's like four years old, maybe. Yeah. So obviously that's a dated picture, but, but I guess I on look, the other hand, you, but don't, I don't, look any you don't look any different. I was going to say, if they see that picture and they see does me it, in person. Can it, I see it? What do, you, yeah. what do you think if you see... Okay, well, we'll just show you the picture. What does this picture say to you? Okay. Hopefully it says interesting. Yeah. That's, that's my goal. Feel free. <laughs> All I have to do is take my glasses How off. How do I work? Oh, I see. All I have to do is take my glasses off, and I'm the exact same person in that picture. You just have three pictures? No, oh, like okay, six. Okay. Here. <laughs> Same guy. <laughs> you guys, he was telling the truth. <laughs> okay, hang on. Um, the thing I was concerned about when you said it was that it would be too far away to actually see your face, but you can see it, I guess. I'm not high. I don't have anything to hide. Yeah. And especially because the next picture is like straight on. And there's a couple pictures that are literally from like two weeks ago. You pretty much look the same. Yeah. I mean, it's a cool picture. I like it. Okay. I think it makes you... I mean, it's an artistic thing. I think that works. There's not... You don't have any pictures where you're, like, in a group where no one can tell who you are. Yeah. You don't hide your face. So, I mean, to me, it seems... It's seems good. pretty good. What All did right. you think? You didn't like it. I, I just wondered what a, what a female perspective on the microphone picture would be. 
I didn't know if you would be like, I don't know. I never know what, what, you know, if you would have thought that he was in a band or if you would have thought he was doing something else or if it would just be yeah, a confusing it, picture. It kind of depends. Like, are you singing show tunes or are you like... Uh, I'm most likely screaming like, my Yeah, like, I mean, and especially since you put on your bio something about band member. Yeah. I, would, I wouldn't be alarmed. I wouldn't be put off by it's it. It's foolproof, okay. Eric. All right, fair enough. I couldn't put any pictures of me playing with Brave the Storm on there because I look way different. You do. You don't have facial hair. Your hair is down to your ass. It's crazy. Yeah. Don't put those on there. No. <laughs> <laughs> if I look different, I wouldn't put them on there. I promise. Yeah. I wouldn't. But I don't. Yeah. I feel, I feel better. Or maybe I don't because it's... What about Bumble? Bumble? Bumble's worse. I just don't get anything on Bumble. Well, Bumble is harder. And it's basically the exact same profile. Same thing. It's harder because we have a time limit. And if you don't get on the app every day, then it's just gone, right? Yes. But you still get notifications. You, you still don't get have to. You don't? Why would you have them turned off? Good question. Right? Good point. Also, though, a lot of people might not... Like, you still, we talked about this before, you still have a Bumble profile even when you delete the app. So they could be like... Yeah, I know how to get I rid of that, by that. the way. What? I know how to get rid of that. Yeah, you just have to delete your account. No. Oh. You get on Facebook and go to your settings and go to the apps and then mm. delete Are you that serious? app from having permission on your it. Facebook. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know. I wasn't... Like, I was on there every day, so. Let me ask you this. Have you ever gone to a different area and tried to utilize Tinder for, like, hookups in area? I have not. I was going to say, I tried it. Didn't work. Really? Yeah. Where did you work. go? Uh, I was in Gulf Shores. Wow, it seems like it would work there. I know, right? I mean, I got a lot of matches, but it was either, like, people didn't really respond or they did, but. Yeah. You got to come here and try it. That's a good idea. You could do it right now. No, it's a Tuesday. I'm about to leave here. <laughs> I'm not here for long. Yeah, you're right. But definitely come here like on a weekend because there are so many bachelorette parties or like bring a couple friends. That's yeah, okay. that's the other that's thing about that's the other thing about me using it here yes. is I don't know if that girl lives here or I don't know if she's exactly. just here with her friends for a weekend. And that's kind of something that I really started to appreciate was when people would put in their bio like here for the weekend party for my brother's wedding here yeah. for the yeah and a lot of i think a lot of the girls on bumble at least that if they are visiting for the weekend they like want a group of guys to hang yes. out with like when they go to the bars and stuff yeah the the one real guy friend that i have here is married and he's not going to go to a bar nor do i want to and he's gone on tour all the time so that is another situation that's not going to work out that's for me. the other problem too is that <laughs> all of my friends have like phased on to different stages in their lives. So it's like, yeah. I'm not really going out with my friends anymore either. Yeah. So it's uh yeah, it's an adjustment period, but plus I wouldn't, I couldn't go out with this guy anyway. Nobody would pay attention to me if I went with him somewhere. He's a good looking guy, man. He's a good looking guy. God, gorgeous. <laughs> Guys. He is. He's fantastic. The only thing I've got over him is that I'm tall. You're totally a different type. 
you're the sweetest lifeguard, Eric. He is the Polynesian warrior. Yeah. <laughs> he's not Polynesian at all, but thank you for but agreeing with me. He's like a... <laughs> he's Arab. Dark, handsome, you know, not short, but shorter guy. And you're like pasty white, very tall, handsome, blonde guy. He has, he has Hollywood good looks. You could probably do Aeropostale... <laughs> yes. Promos, Abercrombie. Yeah. I could do. I mean, like, Scarsgard's a model, so you're if still. If I a, looked like this when I was 16 years old, I could have been a, a Aeropostale or hot, for or, sure. or um, not Hot Topic. What was I about to say? Aeropostale Hollister. Hollister. That's yeah. the one I was looking for. Yeah, that's for sure. I think so. Yeah. Uh, I think we should post that picture of you that you got. That's like on your profile, the Bumble profile, the one where you're what? on the couch. Oh yeah. To show everyone. I, yeah, your model that's the other potential. thing I wonder about my my Tinder and Bumble is the the two good pictures I have of myself are like professionally taking pictures. Please don't tell me you have that JC Penny catalog bullshit picture that I the can't black stand. and white picture. No, have you seen that picture of him standing in front of a blue oh. background with like yeah. winter trees? Yeah. No, Please that's not tell on me there. that's, that's oh, not on Thank there. God, it looks like he took it at Sears at <laughs> Christmas time. It is just the worst <laughs> freaking thing ever. <laughs> I mean, you look good on it, but it's the picture. It's the background the you hate, and I get it. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. Anyway, as I was saying, those the, <laughs> the two good pictures I have of myself are like professional photos, and I wonder if that comes off as like narcissistic yeah. or like weird when a, when someone swipes past that. Uh, no. But that, like, I don't, I hardly have it's, any pictures of myself. It's really common nowadays for everyone to have professional pictures. That, like, yeah. Yeah. That's actually something I really like about uh, Tinder more than Bumble is that you can actually attach your Instagram account to it now. Oh, so you can, great. like, you have, like, a preview of their Instagram account. Um, because I know that if I'm on an Instagram, no matter how hot she is, if it's just picture after picture after picture after picture of just her face in the frame, yeah, I'm I'm already assuming that you're not that interesting of a person, and so that so that's like one way to just kind of filter through. It's like take pictures of anything else, mix it up a little bit. Let me see what you're about. That sort of gives me a better idea. Yeah. But yeah. How much do you pay attention to the? Because uh, you can connect your Spotify too, and it shows their top artists. I don't care about that. You don't care about that at all. No. Really. Oh man, I don't I care. Think people at all. would really judge me. I mean, I wouldn't. It doesn't matter. I would never like let that be a deciding factor, but I definitely notice it. I definitely say like, "Wow, we have no music in common." Oh, well, I mean, see, that's sad because no one would have, none of the guys would have music in common with me because the top artists on mine are going to be like Britney Spears and Demi Lovato. But like, that doesn't mean that that's all I like. Well, I mean that that. What I meant to say was, if I see a bunch of artists that I just think are awful, that that will affect my opinion. If okay. I see if I see a girl loves Demi Lovato, like I don't listen to Demi Lovato all the time, but I think she's great, so I I would yeah. be like, okay, that's fine. Okay, that makes sense. But you left out Britney Spears. You know what I mean? You left out Britney Spears there. Britney's back. Yeah. I don't know. I have no opinion on Britney Spears. Okay. It's better than she's you got. She's a got those one. hits. She's got the hit. She's got that. I'll I mean, tell you what. I mean, toxic. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I think we might be winding down. We've we've um, combed through an age-old tangle. 
Why'd Weave. you make that a hair analogy? I don't know. We got some detangler. I was just going to say. We sprayed some detangler. Added Use a little mousse. <laughs> added a little mousse and shaped up something that we're really proud of. Yeah. And we're, we're ready to take this out into the public. Now I don't know what you're talking about. The conversation. We're taking it to the public? It's a podcast. Oh, you're right. International audience, Eric. Oh. Yeah. Somebody in Denmark right now is going, I cannot relate to this at all. That was Eric. That was <laughs> such a terrible... <laughs> I, I didn't have time to think. Um, I could have done Mark Wahlberg. That would not would be Denmark either. Do right, it. but I could have been like the guy from Boston and be like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. Hey, I really like those, those on the air It's uh, very nice to be here. <laughs> in US and A. In the US and A. <laughs> it's a very nice room. Uh, so anyway, yeah, we um, we went over a, a history and have have we learned things about how to better use Tinder and Bumble? I don't know that I have. Have you? I'm still. <laughs> I mean, I was so lost with it. I was told my profile is foolproof, so now that, you uh, did get a female approval. That's good. Yeah. I didn't get that. Maybe I'll have to do that after <laughs> we get off. After we get off the air here, my <laughs> I think my Tinder and Bumble profile just say. I think it says 70% Nick Miller, 30% Jim Halpert, and that's it. Okay. That's it? I think what happened to says. the Harlem Globetrotter that ca- likes the candy? What, is, what was all that? That was a Twitter bio. <laughs> it says something like aspiring, aspiring <laughs> Harlem Globetrotter who wants to be paid in Would candy. Would that turn you on? Just, I want to be a Globetrotter, and I want to be paid in candy. This guy is a child. Is that a good description of me, though, Jill? No. The Nick Miller, Jim Halpert thing? Oh, I thought you were talking about the candy thing. I was You're like, not Nick Miller no. at all. You don't yes. even cuss. Yes, I love that. If I'm not, I was am I Nick Miller? on Bumble and someone's, that was their bio, I'd swipe no matter what. See? Yeah, I guess. In the negative aspect, <laughs> he's the most negative Nancy I've ever You can't be with. Nick Miller because I think I'm Nick Miller. You can both be Nick Miller. You can be different percentages. But we're nothing alike, me and Eric. Yes, we are. Not in a lot of ways. Fine, I'll be Schmidt. <laughs> Where's your chutney? <laughs> I'll do it for CC. All right. <laughs> All right. Oh I think we're done here. Okay. Thank you for being Love a guest, it. Snelling. Thank you for having me. I, I hope I hope it was interesting because I know was. Jill is very OCD about her guests being interesting. So yeah, I hope I brought it. Um, I think people will dig the conversation. It, there was a lot of juice to it. Yeah, a lot of it, juice. This is definitely like uh, juicy. This is definitely. Uh, an interesting one, uh, since you were tied to one of the the hosts so closely. Yeah. Um, and you're undisclosed. You're the first undisclosed guest. Yeah. And once again, to to reiterate, uh, Snelling has his own podcast called Sight and Sound. He oh, I forgot to mention. He also does. I mentioned Collider. He does the Collider Afterthoughts. Um, what is it called? It's called Afterthoughts. Yeah, it's called Collider Afterthoughts. So the company that I was talking about, I'm my job is basically to criticize what they do as a company. So it's kind of like an after show for a company. And I know that that's really weird, but... That's kind of cool. It, it's like the it's, talking dead it's, for this It's a company, lot of fun right? because it's just me and Jay is also on Afterthoughts, my co-host for Sight and Sound. We do both together. So it's always me and him. But uh, So basically, him and I are fans of this content, and we get to criticize the fandom. We can criticize the content, and we 
we can say whatever we want and we just can't be racist or sexist, which wouldn't be a problem anyway. So <laughs> it's the easiest job in the world. And uh, I'm lucky to be a part of it because, again, before I got the gig, I was such a massive fan of uh, Collider. And I, I've been yeah. following that company for a long time. So I'm very lucky and privileged to, to get to do it. So, so yeah. Yeah. So if you're a, a fan of the Collider universe, go check I, out yeah, Afterthoughts. I, I, I would promote Collider first because right. you have to know <clears throat> Collider to know what we're doing. So go check out Collider and then go check out Sight and Sound and maybe you can yeah. listen to Afterthoughts. Check out Collider. Check out Afterthoughts. Be, yeah, we'll we'll yeah. have the links. Check out if uh, if you're into movies, TV, uh, music, check out Sight and Sounds. You'll hear them mention my name pretty much once a week to make fun of me, most likely. That's correct. Um, also made the the theme song for the Collider Afterthoughts podcast. Um, if that sways your your decision whether or not to go check it out, you can at least go listen to the first minute of the one of the podcasts. Um, but yeah, this was fun. It was fun. Um, follow us on social media. Don't forget. Follow us at Love is on the Air podcast. Tell your friends. We will have... We will continue to have episodes bi-weekly. Yeah. Do you want to be a guest? If you want to be a guest or if you have anything to say, reach out to us on Instagram or on Facebook. Facebook. Uh, I think we have a YouTube channel now. Yeah. Um, as soon as I click the button. Yes. So we look forward to hearing from anyone and everyone. And uh, Joel, you have any last thoughts? Yeah. I would love for you guys to um, pick a weekend and we can all go out, and then we'll talk about it. Okay. And I'm serious. <laughs> are you talking to me? I'm talking to both of what you. What are we doing? You're going to pick a weekend, yeah. and we're all going to go out, and then we're going to come on here and talk about it. Oh, yeah. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Do I have to talk to people? Yes. You're, this is how it goes in my mind, is you're basically going to do everything I say. Yeah, and then like, she's going to judge us and criticize us afterwards. Yes. On air. And, well, I'll judge the girls, too. But First of all, that outfit? Mm. Yeah, I'm going I'm <laughs> to have to say yes or no. You already know what I'm going to tell you to wear, my favorite shirt that you own. Oh, yeah. And okay. it would. Be, I think that would be really fun, and then we could come talk about it and tell everyone about your experience. That would be interesting. Yeah. I'm down. All right. Well, this has been... A weird one, and I'm gonna hate editing this episode having to listen to my own voice this much. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Signing off. Bye. Love you.